Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, I'm going to tell you all about a WWE legend spotted in Saudi Arabia ahead of Crown Jewel 2021. I've also got an update on a certain WWE champion's Crown Jewel status. From there, we're going to talk about the war of the words between Tony Khan and Eric Bischoff. One man said, shut the F up. The other called that laughable. And finally, we have a major health update on a WWE legend. I'm Andy Murray, and... Unfortunately, Adam Wilborn has transformed into the character Dave from the popular video game Doom today and lost the ability to speak. He's here in presence, but not in voice. So let's just kick this whole thing off. Let's start this solo news video off by talking Crown Jewel. Tonight, Riyadh, Saudi Arabia, it's going down, you know the drill. And we got an update on The Undertaker, who has been spotted in Saudi Arabia ahead of the pay-per-view. Now, you think about things The Undertaker might get up to in his downtime, in his leisure time, maybe digging holes, maybe taking souls, maybe trying out some lovely new black trench coats or hats or whatever, whatever, exhuming corpses, dead man stuff, right? Introducing Pitbull, at a concert probably isn't on the list, but this is exactly what happened. Uh, there are photos and video footage all over Twitter. Undertaker's in Saudi Arabia. Here he is on the stage. What is he doing? <laughs> the answer is he's introducing Pitbull at the 2021 Riyadh season special event. It's a whole massive, all-encompassing thing, this special event, and The Undertaker is there on stage saying Mr. Worldwide in a dead man voice, which is very funny indeed. Uh, this will obviously create speculation of him showing up at Crown Jewel. Now, we probably won't know if he's actually going to be there until he's actually there, right? So we'll find out while we're watching the show. But I think it's pretty interesting nonetheless. He's in town introducing Pitbull. Now, The Undertaker has a rather dubious legacy, doesn't he, on these Saudi Arabian shows? We've got DX versus the Brothers of Destruction, in which Kane's wig fell off. We've got, of course, the really tough-to-watch Goldberg match, in which both of them looked like... They were dangerously close to getting hurt. And then, of course, we got the Tawake Mountain Trophy. The Undertaker wasn't even in the match, but then he was in the match. And he beat AJ Styles in, like, two moves. It's a whole list of strange things this man has done on these shows. But we've got more to come from The Undertaker when I get to the Twitter questions later on. Now, one person who almost certainly won't be 
in Saudi Arabia is Charlotte Flair. She's not on the card, of course, she's not on the lineup. However, she has been tangling with some interesting people in recent weeks. We've got Bianca Belair, Becky Lynch, and Sasha Banks. They are due to contest the SmackDown Women's title on the pay-per-view. Charlotte has been going back and forth with them. She's been brawling. She faced Belair on Raw this week, of course, a whole bunch of other stuff. That led to speculation and talk that maybe Charlotte, who is now a SmackDown wrestler, despite being the Raw Women's Champion, might end up being added to the match or just showing up on the card or whatever, whatever. But this isn't going to be the case. According to Fightful Select, Charlotte is scheduled for a signing session on Friday morning in Wichita, Kansas, which is where SmackDown that day is being held. It would be physically impossible for her to honor both of those things. So don't bet on her being added to the match or showing up. We know WWE love to kind of switch things up on these Saudi Arabian shows. They will pull a card change to pop the crowd and everything else. But this probably is going to happen now it's an interesting situation overall though because we've got the Smackdown women's title match and two of the people in it including the champion Becky Lynch are now Raw wrestlers Becky and Bianca were drafted to Raw Sasha is a Smackdown wrestler so you could theoretically end up in a situation like last year with the tag team titles where the Raw champion is on Smackdown and the Smackdown champion is on Raw leading to a right kerfuffle that they're going to have to sort out. Preferably not by a, by a belt swap, but hey, they've got prior. But yes, Charlotte Flair, probably not going to be on the show. Uh, let's move on. Tony Khan and Eric Bischoff, they've been, <laughs> they've been going wild <laughs> these past couple of days. Uh, so this started a few days ago when Eric Bischoff on his 83 Weeks podcast started talking about the, you know, the, the competition or the competition, whatever you refer to as, between AEW and WWE and kind of referring back to some of his experiences as, of course, WCW's top guy during the Monday Night Wars. Eric didn't hold much back, speaking on 83 Weeks. He said, uh, if Tony Khan were to call me and ask for advice, here's what it would be. Shut up and wrestle, dude. Uh, just put out the best product that you can, uh, and you've proven that you can, focus on that. He went on a little bit talking about, you know, his experiences going head to head with Vince. Uh, I was actually competing with him, he said. I was going head to head, real head to head. Like my show started at the same time as his show started each and every week, Nitro versus Raw, of course. Uh, he goes on a little bit more, unpacks a few more details, uh, talking about how until AEW actually puts Dynamite head to head with a WWE show, uh, maybe they shouldn't talk as much, he says the following. Uh, until that happens, man, shut the F up. <laughs> until you're actually competing and you're actually competing favorably. And by the way, Tony, in 1996, I was kicking WWE's ass every week in a real head-to-head -head competition, not a cosplay competition. So these are obviously the big, big buzzwords in there, cosplay competition, shut the F up, all this stuff. It's all very fun. It's all very entertaining. Tony has responded because of course he has. Uh, he was on Busted open radio yesterday speaking on the situation talking about Eric and uh, interesting response here let's go through it uh, he says I was amused by Eric's comments I like Eric when we're together uh, but this is the ultimate example I think of glass houses in some way knowing how Eric conducted himself when he was the president of WCW and this is of course Eric Bischoff giving away results on TV you know one of the most competitive aggressively competitive men in wrestling history uh, Tony goes on uh, talking about how Eric is probably just 
kind of cause a stir, right? The guy created the phrase, controversy creates cash. It's kind of his mantra, you get the drill. Uh, so for Eric Bischoff of all people, the guy who got lowered down on a motorcycle from the ceiling, the guy who challenged Vince McMahon to fight him to say that somebody should be quiet is quite laughable. Eric is doing an act. I respect it, but let's be serious. Eric used to be a wrestling company executive and now he is a commentator. And as a commentator, he is trying to stir up controversy. But I think it would be pretty naive of anybody to look at this and not examine that the person talking is Eric Bischoff, who is the most outspoken wrestling executive of all time and somebody who got a lot of heat. So it's always an interesting debate, this competition thing, you know, uh, doesn't always strum up particularly normal responses of people. People get really fired up, but I think that's kind of part of the fun sometimes. Um, Bischoff has appeared on AEW TV a number of times. His last appearance was back in May. So it was quite jarring, I think, when he came out with these criticisms. But obviously, he's entitled to his opinion. He is responsible for some of the greatest wrestling television of all time and some of the most successful wrestling television of all time. But at the same time, he's also responsible for some of the worst and some of the, you know, most catastrophic. So I always have to personally take these opinions when, when people are on podcasts and performing and projecting a personality with a pinch of salt. Uh, but I'm sure you've all got really broad opinions on this situation anyway. So head down to the comment section below. Let us know what you think. Let us know what you think of Tony's response. I think he's quite fair, uh, but Eric was kind of funny as well at the same time. I just grab some popcorn and enjoy these situations when they unfold. That's my philosophy. Uh, let's move on to our final story today. We've got an update on the help of Hacksaw Jim Duggan, legendary pro wrestler Hacksaw Jim Duggan, Mid-South, WCW, WWE, TNA, the Indies up until like 2019, Jim Duggan's had a long career. Well, a worrying situation arose last night on social media uh, when his wife Deborah tweeted from Jim's account uh, with a photo of Jim in a hospital bed saying back where we don't want to be pre please pray for Jim and his doctors uh, as he has emergency surgery this morning thank you Deborah so you see that and you go oh this really sucks particularly given Jim's health struggles in the past few years he's had some awful situations uh, but it looked like he was on the mend as of 2020 you see this and you think, oh, this is a real bummer, man. But fortunately, a few hours later, here he is, Hacksaw, sitting in his hospital bed. Big thumbs up, big tweet, uh, out of surgery and back in his room. Everything went well. Thank you for your prayers, good vibes and good thoughts. You can keep them coming in. So yes, all the best to Jim in his recovery. Uh, speaking personally, Jim, ha uh, Jim, I almost called him Jim Hunter there. That's not his name. Jim Duggan is one of my first favorite wrestlers. Uh, early 90s WWE guy, that was me. And uh, he was right there. He had... Uh, the same name as my dad, Jim, obviously, not Duggan or Hacksaw. Uh, so there's an instant connection when you're five years old. I always thought he was a wildly entertaining guy and going back and appreciating some of his Mid-South work, particularly opposite Ted DiBiase as an adult, has been really gratifying. So all the best to Jim Duggan. Love the dude. Uh, glad to hear that the procedure seemingly went well. And here's to a speedy recovery. Right, we're going to jump over to your Twitter questions for the day. Thank you for sending them in. Uh, let's get to them. Got three of them as usual. The first one comes from the Craig Edgar, who asks the following. Do you think that Survivor Series would be better as a face versus heel dynamic to build on existing feuds and programs? Uh, example here, the Hurt Business versus Goldberg and the New Day, rather than the Red versus Blue show that hasn't worked for years. Yeah, I definitely think that this is a worthwhile conversation. Um, Red versus Blue in itself isn't an inherently bad idea, I don't think, but the way it's done, these days is like you're doing this brand warfare stuff and you've got guys and uh, who have only been on their show for a couple of weeks 
Don English t-shirt, like they're suddenly really proud of this brand they've only just arrived on, representing against a show they were on for like a year or whatever. It's kind of contrived. Brand warfare is like a big meme every year when it starts getting wheeled out as part of uh, WWE speak on television. So yeah, I do think there's something in this. Doesn't necessarily mean you need to abandon the format entirely. You can absolutely do a handful uh, of these Raw versus SmackDown matches or whatever you want to do. And I'm certainly never in favor of abandoning the elimination format which I personally really enjoy um, but yeah I think you're right I think there's definitely something to just engineering some more traditional feuds into here or at the very least maybe move the draft right if you hold the draft in I don't know like uh, April just after Wrestlemania you at least have seven or six months my maths is really bad of people being at home on the brand and they feel more like a representative of that show so those are my thoughts on it uh, I'm sure people agree or disagree let us know second question here comes from Reese Macy who asks the following two questions which is happening the Undertaker winning King of the Ring or Taker and Pitbull winning the tag team titles the H stands for Hagridin troubled by anxiety or frightening nightmares thank you for the extra H there yeah I think both of these possibilities if you were to fantasy book the Undertaker appearing at Crown Jewel given his last appearance was him stealing the Twake Mountain Trophy or the Piss Trophy as Adam here would say if he could speak today uh, he's done that before so it's totally believable that he could show up at King of the Ring and just <laughs> win it somehow uh, Shane McMahon did it to become the best in the world in the World Cup tournament it's not off the table and Pitbull has been associated with WWE before if WWE give him the green light he will be ready to go and he will become a tag team champion uh, I think the likeliest thing is that Undertaker just shows up and chokeslams a really annoying heel. So pick an annoying heel on the card. They can be annoying and the Undertaker can do stuff. I, at this point, I'm comfortable predicting that he will be on the show. It's a crowd popper. The Saudi crowd want to see big stars. The Undertaker is a big star. So let's see what happens. Uh, final question today comes from Sean X who asks the following uh, no it doesn't does it yes it does I got myself mixed up uh, Sean asks with Crown Jewel constantly sending criticism to WWE besides money uh, what do you think it would take for WWE to finally stop putting them on this is a really interesting question because it seems WWE has a very long tolerance for stuff, right? So the money thing aside, obviously $50 million per show, that's a lot, that's a big incentive to keep coming. Um, but also in 2019, we had the incident with the flight getting grounded on the runway for hours and hours on end. I would say that if that wouldn't stop them and if the Jamal Hasoji situation, of course, in the past won't stop them, maybe nothing will. I think it would take a pretty serious row between Vince McMahon and Mohammed bin Salman, the crown prince, for something to happen but they bickered before which allegedly led to that plane being stuck so it's a real tough one um i think these shows are due to continue regardless it's too lucrative for wwe we know the moral issues and we've spoken on those at great length on this channel uh we're not all in favor of these shows happening but the reality of it is they're just going to keep going on regardless. I think WWE have shown that they will endure anything when it comes to these pay-per-views. But we're going to hit the end finally now. It's not really a funny one today. It's just a good tweet from Anthony Bones that I really like. So Bones tweeted the following yesterday. Uh, to me, talking sh and then backing it up is part of what makes wrestling fun. I hate this narrative created that you have to pretend nothing exists in the, word, in, in the wrestling world outside of where you work. Fans wanted another war and now you're getting one. Shut the F up <laughs> and enjoy the ride. Yeah, I mean, look, we're, we're all sitting here watching WWE and AEW and Pop Shots and blah, blah, blah. 
A lot of people don't like that stuff. A lot of people just want to zone out to it. Ah, just zone out to it, man. It, you know, you can you can mute certain terms on social media. Personally, I love this stuff. I think it's a talker's business, pro wrestling, right? People are cutting promos on each other left, right, and center. You have to come up with new ways to work, people, in 2021. Just cutting a promo on a show isn't enough. Sometimes you have to be Roman Reigns going onto a podcast and shooting bullets at CM Punk and Tony Khan getting mad on Twitter, going wild. Uh, I love this stuff. I think it's a lot of fun. Not everyone agrees with me. That's totally fine, but it's the new environment. It's where we are, and it's probably going to continue. But anyway, guys, thank you very much for joining me and this guy for today's whoa, 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 oh whoa, my god what is whoa, this whoa, whoa, whoa. i just need to check did you do undertaker using pitbull on stage in saudi arabia it's my first story baby thanks mate there Cheers. we go there we go thank you very much uh i lost my train of thought here dude pissed on the rug nice marmot follow us on twitter at what culture wwe follow myself at andy h murray h today can't stand for anything else but ho Get well soon, Jim Duggan. Hope you're recovering well. You can follow Adam Wilborn at Doom the Video Game. And uh, yes, goodbye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.